Welcome to Deeply Disturbing Things, the podcast. I'm Macy. And I'm Naomi. You're yelling. Sorry, I <laughs> like you. <laughs> and we're two anxious counselors who like to talk about deeply disturbing things. <laughs> Join us. Yay. Thanks for getting past the yelling part. Um, I wanted to share this thing that I saw on the internet webs with you. Mm. You can tell about your personality by how long your pinky is. Oh. So look at the different types. So okay. the top of your pinky lines up even with the crease on of the top the of your ring finger. Heck no. That's A. If okay. it's taller than the crease, nope. that's B. Nope. If it's shorter, that's C. Shorter. I got a little short, short, Mine short is pinky. exactly the same. <gasps> exactly the same. So let's see. You're an A, I'm a C. Yes. <gasps> so A... The even placement with the joint, top joint of your ring finger, then you are a bit reserved and tend to be closed off and introverted. Yeah. (laughs) You do not open up to other people easily, even with the people closest to you and especially not to strangers. Yeah. You appear stoic and independent from the outside. Yes. Like, and that's the whole thing is like, you don't look like anything's bothering you that you don't want. Or you get accused of looking like a a bitch bitch. yeah yeah i get that too but my pinky doesn't line up that way dishonesty (laughs) angers you more than anything else i do like hate dishonesty yeah yeah and it goes against my makeup you're a genuine forthright person who goes out of your way for your loved ones true and expects them to do the same true Um, despite going out of your way for your friends and family, strangers can see you as cold. I have been accused of being like, people were scary and scared or intimidated when they first met me. Yes. No, I hear that even like people who just haven't built trust with me yet, or like we haven't gone through something together that they're like, they're intimidated. Yeah. Which is, and I'm always like, wow. Cause I don't feel like that on the inside, but people are like, yeah, I was super scared of you when I first met you. Yeah, why? In spite of this, you're actually very warm once you open up to someone and can be the life of the party if you're with a group of people you know well enough. That is true. That is true. I totally agree. You are the life of the party. Okay, so let's see yours. I've seen it. Well, I'll I'll briefly say B. (laughs) Yeah, briefly say B. Loyal to their friends and highly sensitive. Okay. Now let's go on to you. Definitely not that one. Type C's are optimistic, lively personalities that negativity cannot stick to. <laughs> Do you think that's you? Wait. <laughs> um, your pinky is way shorter than the joint of your ring finger. You're definitely a C. Yeah. You tend to forgive and forget easily, sometimes no, to I'm, a fault. Dude, I hold grudges like an MF. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, <laughs> your excess energy may cause you to seem self-centered and at times demanding. I don't think you have excess energy. No, no. It, it's more like, is she responding to me right now? You have a hard time seeding any kind of argument, especially when you're convinced that you're in the right. Okay. That's true. No, that's true. I am very stubborn. At um, the same time, you will be yeah. the first one to say, sorry, if things go too far. Is that true? Um, Maybe because you just want to end the conflict. Not if there's an actual conflict, I will, I will rage and everything the other person says is completely wrong, no matter what at that point. And none of what you just read is correct. 
familiarity is comforting to you. I think that's true. That's true. I am a creature of habit. Gives you a sense of security. Yeah, sure. While you harbor a deep fear of the unknown. Yeah. Stepping out of your comfort zone occasionally will help you grow. I do. I do. That's why I like to have friends that like to do things because I really don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But then once I do it, I have fun. And that's like me as a kid and my dad forcing me to like participate, participate in like go to the church party. They're all Christian. They have to be nice to you. And I hyperventilated in the parking lot in a paper bag. That's and I went and I had an okay time. Well, here's, I didn't make friends, but I having didn't an die. okay time. Cheers. This Cheers. is so much funner than that. Just talking about that made me anxious. I think uh, <laughs> the A kind of nailed me. Um, yeah. I mean, speaking in generalities, I honestly of course. feel like an A. Maybe it's like this, like maybe you didn't get enough nutrients when your pinky was being formed and you were supposed to be an A. I'm rather short though. And short people tend to have shorter fingers. Yeah. Again, back to I, the not enough nutrients at a critical stage in your Okay. But that's just like saying that like your mom had too much <laughs> coffee while pregnant, which might've been the case too. So uh, <laughs> I don't know. Am I stunted? Is that what you're telling I, me? Maybe your pinky is stunted. Is it like the, my dad's bulldogs and the little runt one that just like was perhaps little but i mean there's beauty in all varieties i'm a mini macy i'm just saying your c didn't really fit you it was sort of a mixed bag i mean it seemed to blatantly go against most things other than the like security bit but like the going like the and having excess energy yeah no i tend to keep that shit to myself where it belongs it's a good thing we're not putting all of our um cards on the pinky finger personality test Right. I mean, it's not that. Though I might be taking a glance at my client's pinky fingers from now on. (laughs) Whoa, wait. Are they different on your different hands? (gasps) See? What? Your left one is short and your right one. I think you have to go off your dominant hand. It's like even. This is my dominant hand. My right one is even. See, you're an A. We're both A's. Don't go by your left hand. Well, unless you're You're a lefty. Unless you're a lefty. What's that? Okay. I have one toe on my left foot that's bigger than the toe on the opposite foot. <laughs> Is this the same thing? I think it's the same thing. My dad you have to go off your dominant foot. My monkey toe. Wow, it sounds I real could, attractive. I could pick things up at a young age with that toe. Hidden talents. You know, I, this, I don't really care at this point in my life. Who knows what? I don't think I have a hidden talent. Mm, I can do the tongue thing. The circle? Mm-mm. Oh, the rollback. Mm-hmm. Can you do the W? Uh-uh. I can Mine like- just like sticks to itself like Velcro, like a cat. <laughs> I've got a cat tongue. Huh. Huh. <laughs> I hear it's genetic. My mom can do it too. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Velcro tongue. Can you wiggle your ears? No. I can't, mo- I can't wiggle. Can do that. I can't wiggle facial. Can you wiggle your nose? Like I can. <laughs> I can flare my nostrils, but that's not attractive either. I can... <laughs> Wiggle my nose, and I can even control it to one side. I can't raise eyebrows independently. What? That's what I was trying to do. Then how do you do the Spock? (laughs) (laughs) I have to make a face. (laughs) We really should be recording. We are recording. I mean, visually. Well, I can take a snippet. It's been a while since I've done a best bit. I I don't know if we want that, though. Oh. Maybe next time. Are you (laughs) 
<laughs> Are you insulting me? No. I'm just saying I wasn't prepared. Oh. You got so a, I have had a ton of compliments on, on your my hair. hair color, weirdly, that's super faded in a hundred colors. Yeah, it's 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 almost there. I have a thing of purple hair dye. Anyways, that's side side subject. I'll just like give it to you and you can put it in your own stinking hair. Why won't they do it for you? No, I have an appointment. Oh coming up. Which, which one you whore? Oh, with my original. We worked it out. Remember? Okay, okay. So the original came we've back. Just, we've decided to stay together. That's cute. I know. Yeah, that's great. I love the universe it. made it. Settle. I love to see it full circle, especially when you were so anti her a week ago. I know. It just took some honest communication. Yeah. About my needs, <laughs> and also my appointment with the other person mysteriously disappearing from the record. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah, you were pinpointed into a corner. I hate scenarios like that. Of like. Really? I lived it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Worked out for the best. Great. Well, I'm ready for some action topics. Am I first? Oh, I, I do just want to say heart goes out to people in Ukraine. We do have a lot of international listeners. So, um, you know, I know that's something that. Yes, we did talk about mm-hmm. it before we started recording. Yeah. So we're going to not go into it much further just because we know less than most in general about well what we're saying is it's really stressful and it's really not something we can do something about so i think it's healthy to like limit um you know just dwelling on it and becoming obsessed with it and we're talking about about like a lot of the negative images like seeing what's happening i think it's good to be aware of what's happening but having that like consume what you're doing be aware but be aware of how it's affecting you and if you're getting really stressed out then take a break from it because we're not a great segue to our podcast yes yes we are providing entertainment and humor in a time of stress which i think is a valuable service i think you're gonna love my topic today i I think you're gonna love my topic because i sat and was watching a bunch of ukraine stuff getting stressed out and then i was like well i could do this top and they all felt they all were making me really anxious and then i found this topic and it made my life happy humor is a fantastic coping strategy yes it's great it really is and sometimes you just need to take a mental break from the serious stuff as much as possible but i get to go first right yeah i'm going second Uh, then i'm going first great okay as long as i get to go second i'll let you go second Mm -hmm. i am gonna talk to you about peeping toms ew (laughs) tom gross in the oxford dictionary (laughs) wait pause have you ever had that happen to you has anyone peeped your tom Ew. Is that how that goes? Nobody better be peeping my Tom. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, I don't think I've had a peeping Tom necessarily, but I did while I was waiting for the bus once as a teen ha- have a guy across the street masturbating in the bushes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I got a creepy letter after I moved into my house once that said um, it was just like a one liner that said. Yeah, no, it was just straight up like I'm watching you. And that freaked me out. That's a stalker. That's why all my blinds are closed all the time. Thanks. Here's a definition from Oxford Dictionary of a peeping Tom. A person who derives sexual pleasure from secretly watching people undressing or engaging in sexual activity. So that's a pretty narrow definition. So pornography doesn't count, though. 
Watching pornography? Yeah. No, no, no. This is like live. I'm just clarifying. It's non-consensual is the whole thing. Okay. okay. Like if somebody was outside the window right now watching us, we would not be consensual. They'd be peeping. But we're not doing anything sexual, just to be clear. So No, that's a narrow narrow definition. So it could just be anything. It could just be someone watching your day-to-day. Like, that's scary. I'd actually, like, yeah. it would make more sense if, if it was sexual. Getting, if, if it's, like, a fetish to them, yeah, yeah. then it's classified as Is this, like, flashers? Or is that a whole different genre? That's a whole different wow. thing. Wow. Different topic. Because this is them watching an individual. A flasher mm-hmm. is them making the individual watch them in mm. an also in a non-consensual way i mean that was like the guy masturbating in the bushes yeah. or twice in my life weirdly mm. i have had to look down and see people masturbating and driving in their convertibles ew gross i know twice <laughs> once i know I, you've told me before that you liked being in it was when you were in a higher vehicle yeah i had to drive like to look at this people. big monster truck Wait, isn't that peeping tom though you well, like to watch people in their cars. But I wasn't deriving. Getting, they didn't give consent. I wasn't deriving sexual lit- pleasure well, from it. You literally watch someone whacking off in their But car. I was not deriving any sexual pleasure from that. In fact, did it was you continue the, watching? The opposite. No, <laughs> I did not. But they lived in this neighborhood. So every time I saw their car, I would like give them the ew face. Gross. Ew. It was a green convertible Jaguar. Ew. Yeah, I looked down and I was like, oh, I did not want to see that. It was super gross. So I got out of there. And then once when I was at work downtown, worked on the third floor, same thing. Looked out the window, saw somebody. I would uh, masturbate. Me and several in a other convertible. counselors were flashed at, I forget which location. I don't think it was a valley, probably downtown too. Um, there was a. When I was doing was it classic flasher with like the trench coat? It was, yeah, it was like at first we were hearing like, hey, there's someone down in the parking lot. Like there's something going on. Like there was just kind of all of a sudden we were hearing rumors and then we went out there to try to like what's going on. And then there was a whoof and then he ran. Is that the sound the coat made when it was opening up? (laughs) Yeah, just like that. I looked this up in the DSM-5. It is a diagnosis. Counselors put up with a lot. I'm just telling you as far as um, odd things that aren't in our job descriptions. Not just counselors. I think is that everybody? there's a lot of professions. Yeah, that's true. Nurses. I mean, think I'm about sure. servers, nurses, all the shit they have to go servers, through. Servers. I can't even imagine. I tried being a server for six months and that didn't work out well. It ended up with a guy like wanting to date me and I didn't get it. And then he stopped giving me tips when I told him at that point in my life that I was engaged and then he was gone forever, and I lost all my good tips. Dang it. So in the DSM-5, we have voyeuristic disorder. Mm-hmm. It's in the category of paraphilic disorders. Voyeuristic disorder, according to the DSM-5, brings sexual gratification on seeing other people perform private activities, mm-hmm. such as undressing, being naked, or seeing people performing a sexual act but it doesn't have to be sexual. It can be just watching somebody just like changing their clothes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The voyeur purposely acts in such a manner without seeking the consent of the target. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, the affected person is stressed out 
by these attractions. <laughs> you mean it's unwanted <laughs> and, and has, shocking. <laughs> this is in the DSM-5, so this is the criteria. They have sought sexual gratification from observing at least three or more unsuspecting targets on separate occasions when they were naked, disrobing, et Gotcha. Et cetera, et cetera. So it wasn't a, oh, my window happened to be open and I saw it and then I closed the window and that was it. No, they seek it out. Yeah. But it has to be three times. Two times, you don't qualify for voyeuristic disorder. Three, third Two strike, times you're is out. dabbling in voyeurism. That's right. And then, of course, with any diagnosis, it has to be impacting functioning. Isn't that the sour cream ad? A dabble do it. A little dabble do it? Yeah. I don't know if that's sour cream or if that's like a hair gel product. What? It, no, it's a dollop. Ah. A dollop of sour cream. So the dab is the hair gel. I guess. I don't know. I am just also wrong often. <laughs> I think I'm drunk already. This is great. <laughs> Quarter of a can in. So if there isn't feeling stress or if there is an impairment, then we're not going to diagnose. No. Um. It's considered to be the most common of law-breaking sexual behaviors. Really? Yeah. I mean, okay, though I, I start thinking like sexual behavior, what other <laughs> crimes could there be? And they do seem... Well, flashing, like you said. Yeah. I mean, Masturbating in public. I mean, it takes... It, having sex in public. Forgive me, but it takes some balls <laughs> to flash yourself. <laughs> That's like very vulnerable. And I think flashing and voyeurism is dominated by males. Yeah, I don't I don't think I've heard of flashing by women. I don't want to say that it's never happened, but I've personally never heard of it. I'm sure it's happened, but I think that the <laughs> we, image you have is we have the a trench lot of coat self, opening yeah, up yeah, yeah. and you see the peen. We have a lot of self-confidence issues. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. There are risk factors for developing this, including childhood sexual abuse, hypersexuality, and substance abuse. Mm -hmm. However, the relationship between environmental factors and developing voyeurism are uncertain. Voyeurism is considered to be a sexual offense in some countries, since it is spying on the private activities of non-consenting partners, mm -hmm. it's the Ginsa law and considered as a misdemeanor. I looked it up for Washington and our RCW, mm -hmm. Revived mm -hmm. Codes of Washington, and it's in there, voyeurism. That doesn't shock me for Washington, but I, it wouldn't shock me if it's not there for other states. It's a Class C felony. Okay, here. okay. Don't a person commits the crime of voyeurism in the first degree if for the person of arousing or gratifying the sexual desire of themselves, they knowingly view, photograph, or film another person without the person's knowledge and consent. While the person being viewed, photographed, or filmed is in a place where they would have a reasonable expectation of privacy. So if somebody is just... <laughs> your, sorry. Your cat... Over there, looked in the mirror and made some very direct eye contact with me for a moment through the mirror. Oh. And we stared and there was a moment and then it, and then it was gone. Cats are weird. We, <laughs> that's just. He looked facts. at me like, I see you. Cats are weird. Like right there. He's exceptionally Dude, he's, weird. He's, 
He probably doesn't realize do it it's the mirror. He probably thinks you're in there, over there on a different part of the room. Yeah. He's probably not sure how to get there and he wants to. Yeah. Through the looking glass. Exactly. Yeah. So if somebody is in a public or private place where they are assumed that it's private, like a dressing room at the store, yeah. for example, or a restroom. I am worried about public. those things. I am worried about dressing in where I'm, I always look for cameras. <laughs> like I know they're not allowed to have them, mm-hmm. but I look for them. I look for, are there any holes, cracks? Like how well does that door close? Mm-hmm. It freaks me out. There are a ton of cases of people being spied on in like restaurant bathrooms uh-huh. or bar bathrooms. Or people will drill peepholes mm-hmm. and look through. Yeah, no, I check for that. No peephole. If there's a peephole, I'm picking a different one. Now, if I'm in the backyard of my house and I'm sunbathing nude and somebody's looking at me, that wouldn't be considered. Yeah, because you're in a public well, possible space. Viewing yeah. Wise. If I'm able to be viewed like by na- my neighbor's windows and they're watching me, that wouldn't count. Yeah. Would you get in trouble though for like um, indecent exposure or because you're in your private you're space? You're in your own space. There's been a lot of cases about I that. Say that's interesting. Yeah. I've wondered like, would you get in trouble if you were changing inside, but your window like was slightly open? No, there's been cases in it. Okay. Oh, I guess if he wants up. There you go. There's been cases where neighbors complained that like their neighbors were always walking around in the nude and there was nothing that could be done because they're in their own house. It's like, don't look. Yeah. You don't stop. like Stop looking don't look those poor scarred children <laughs> <laughs> yes so there's different degrees um what i just described would be first degree mm. in washington state which is a class c felony all right the reason this came up this topic for me is because i went on a hike last sunday mm-hmm. And at the end of the hike, there was a bathroom, you know, it's one of those trailhead I bathrooms. Like, I don't like those. They well, I really out. had to pee because I'd just gone on like a five mile hike and I'd rather I'd finish my Starbucks. And so I was there. Well, these trailhead bathrooms for the state parks are actually very well kept. That's good. But as usual, when I go into one of these, I always have the flash of is somebody down there? watching me down where in the porta potty you mean down the hole yeah because when i grew Wait. up <laughs> i was always told the stories of the guys that like to hide down in the porta potty i've never heard that before are you kidding me there's people that hide in porta potties yes and, and just spy. Get, and just get scat on yes Ew, how do you so, not just throw up constantly? Well, they like it. What if you get a tampon chucked in? They your love face? it. They love That's it. bonus. They love it. They, they love it. What about like nervous diarrhea? They extra bonus. They party love time. it. Party time. Ooh. They love it. So I was told this when I was like a teenager that this was a thing. And ever since then, every time I go into one of those, okay, I have is this. Is this really the thing? Do yes. we have documented cases? I'm about to tell you. Or this is my lead-in. This wasn't like some fear your mom instilled in no, you? No, this is my lead-in. Okay. So I have this push-pull and going on inside me because I don't want to look down there because it's gross. It's disgusting. It's a, like How do they get out? a mountain of How diarrhea. How, How they got in. How did they get in? They climb in. 
They climb in how they climb out. Like it's often a big hole. I know. How do they get back out? Well, what it if, just depends on the type. What if they get stuck? Well, then, do they have to wait until it gets full enough to climb out? No, it just varies depending on the situation. This is fascinating to me. So I'm learning. So I don't want to look down because it's gross, but at the same time, I want to check to make sure. Yeah. That somebody's not looking up at me. Okay. Yeah. So I always have that That's controversy true. every single time I use a porta potty. When I'm every in a porta potty, my I go in and I'm always in a panic because there's usually someone like behind you waiting to go into the like it's an event or something, and then you feel pressured to like be quick. And then the first thing I look is did someone pee on the seat? Because odds are someone dribbled on the seat. Oh, I never sit on and them. didn't. I wipe always it. squat. Yeah, yeah. You hover squat. You have to hover. I wipe it off though because I don't trust my balance because I may have had a drink. So no, I, no, but then you're I, touching no, it. No, well, not with my hand. I don't just wipe it with my hand. Who do you think I am? I take toilet paper. I wipe it off the seat as a common courtesy. I put it down in the hole, and then I hover and I do my little my derby stance, and I and I pee. I have never thought about someone being in there, and then I'm like feel dirty because I never have hand sanitizer in there. Sorry, go on. Let me share a special kind of peeping toms with you. Great. Porta potty peepers. I'm just sharing a couple examples. There are numerous. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Porta potty peepers out there. I don't like it at all. In 2005, in Albany, New Hampshire, police said they got a call from the parents of a teenage girl who said that when she went to use the facilities, she saw a man's face staring back at her from the hole. Can you imagine? That would, you know what I do is I would probably poop on his face. But what if you just went in and looked down and you saw a face looking up at you? What would you do? I would probably scream and run out, honestly, <laughs> while trying not to shit myself. <laughs> I think that's what happened in this case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this individual was hosed off before police cuffed him. Because well, when they, there, you don't want them in your cruiser. When they bring them out, they're completely drenched in Ew. all the contents of the porta potty. Everything that's in there. Can you imagine? You have your poo. No. You have your pee. You have your toilet paper. You have tampons. Maybe. Who knows what you have you in there? You have a condom. You could have a condom. So many things. Hmm. Mm-mm. No. 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 I feel like I, if I was well composed, I'd want to just shame them in that moment and be like, like on Game of Thrones, shame, a shame, shame. Not me. I, shame. I would run away, run away, run away. That's my mo. Run I away, run away. Cross my arms and look at them and be like, really, dude. Not me. This? I, I would run away like fast. Like I would get the hell. You out know, of there. maybe just start tossing toilet paper at their face, <laughs> like make little balls. <laughs> I just wouldn't have the wherewithal. I wouldn't either. You could even already <laughs> found out by my pinky measurements. <laughs> in 2008 in Tulsa County, Oklahoma. I've been there. An Oklahoma man was arrested after peering at women. Does not shock me. <laughs> on the toilet while he hid below in the bowels of an outhouse. Do they have to say bowels? Come yes, on. They do. <laughs> that was that person who wrote that was like. I know it's funny. The sheriff's office was initially called to the public washroom of the park because of reports of a body in the septic tank. People thought there was a dead body in there. Ew. 
a woman, (laughs) a woman and her seven-year-old daughter said they saw the man looking at them from below the toilet in the outhouse. Gross. Ranger Hayes stated that he had removed the plastic stool and toilet seat by lifting it. And the male stood up and talked to him. The police report states. (laughs) Can you imagine they're like, what the police are saying to these people like really guy come on out like but like don't touch me don't shake off like a dog at all right that's one of those you know we listed jobs that are really hard and i gosh i couldn't even imagine the arresting officer said the man was standing with his head through the hole covered in feces the man was helped out of the hole and cleaned off with a fire hose (laughs) that's some force (laughs) poo flying everywhere the man claimed he'd been knocked unconscious by his girlfriend and dumped in the toilet but the police uh report said he had no injuries consistent with those claims he was charged with being a peeping tom wow and and the thing is is you got to know those police were really wanting him to have been knocked out and fell in the toilet. Like that was definitely the scenario that was the better option. So every uh, um, example that I looked at was a male, at least identified on the reports male. So that's why it's called a peeping Tom rather than a peeping Tina or whatever. Peeping Tina. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Our topics are very different. However, both of ours will talk about types of. Types of. Fill in the blank. Okay. I'll share one more example with you. Literally (laughs) it. We can maybe find deeper connections as we go. I don't know. I don't see it, but maybe. (laughs) I'll share one more example from 2011, Vail, Colorado. Mm. A Colorado man hid in the tank of a portable (laughs) toilet. At the Hanuman Yoga Festival to spy on... Oh, yoga. They get all gassy from bending in places. He'd been sentenced to... (laughs) He was sentenced to three years in prison and 10 years probation. His name is Luke Crisco. Uh And he was 31 years old. He pled guilty to attempted unlawful sexual contact and two burglary counts. Hmm. He was arrested after... What did he burglarize? I don't know. Okay, He burgled something. (laughs) He was arrested after a woman at the yoga festival noticed something moving in the tank of the portable toilet, which would give me a heart attack. That would freak me out. I mean, you go in there and you see something shifting and moving under the poo? Come on. No, no. Then the woman saw a feces-stained man emerge and run away. so uh he ran away and he did confess to hiding in fresh feces at the yoga festival how do they not just throw up all the time is that because they like it macy well it's not a matter of like i mean they're not grossed up about it that gives they have gratification like a natural I think you can override it. Just like some people like a golden shower, you know, like that but, might turn someone's stomachs, but if it's your fetish, it's you like it and you're not going to get grossed out by it. You're thinking really hard right now. I know. I was picturing. Remember like- <laughs> um, what was McAfee? He liked 
being yeah, pooped on. I, I mean, I he didn't I'm... get grossed out about it. He liked it. Remember the soft yeah, serve? I just can't. I, I'm trying to put myself in that scenario. Well, it's tough for you because it's not your fetish. I have an easy gag reflex. If you throw up, I'm going to throw up. It's not your thing. And you that's okay. You smell like poop. I'm probably going to throw up. It's not your thing. Actually, that's not true. I, but if you pooped on me, I might throw up. See, if it's a consensual thing with two people, whatever gets you through the night. But see, this is non-consensual pooping on faces no no watching the pooping it's not watching the poop as it comes down or onto tea your or what have you it's non-consensual so it's, maybe that's a robbery robbery from the inside because he probably opened it, his mouth or something it's a gross invasion of privacy <laughs> where's my butt a bump okay so crisco <laughs> admitted I, I really enjoy his last name i won't lie i don't think it relates to anything but I can admire a man named Crisco. He admitted he'd peeped on hundreds of women hundreds. all over the world. And take back the word admired. I like Crisco. He was also, I mean, unrelated, but he had um, drilled holes in lots of restaurant, public restrooms. And so they had to go investigate that and then found the holes and had to plug them up. I'd be pissed. It's expensive. Make me work. He said that he would choose bathrooms where it was like either a dark corner or. I could see where bars because women drink and then they go in all buzz and they're not paying attention to little details. And he could sit in his dark corner on his little toilet perch. Creeper. You. Extraordinaire. You. So he saw that. I would probably punch someone though. If I found them in the bathroom looking at me, I might punch them. Well, but what especially if, if I was intoxicated, like just say you're peeing. Yeah. And you notice this little peephole mm-hmm. and then an eye behind it. I what would, would you do? I would swear. And I would say, I'm calling the police and I leave and I call the police. But if he tried to cut like at all, come at me, which he wouldn't because no, he's a peeper. Yeah. Uh, a if peeper. he came at me, I'd probably do the upward palm thrust to no, his they nose were, they're in a different stall entirely i know but if he came if he tried like if i tried to leave and then he came out you know i don't think they're that type what no. i would do i think i would just like hit the eye hole super hard and hope it like jams because i nose. just hope they're sticking something through there and i can step on it do uh, a nice heel like we're not talking about a glory hole, Macy. This I know. Is like a I'm aware, but that doesn't mean that he couldn't. I don't think anything's coming through. Okay. I hope not because. Nothing of substance. I don't wear anyway. heels either, but. You Nothing know, of substance. A flat can smush just as well. So he sees the act as worshipful and religious. So here's a quote mm. from Crisco. I really don't like it being tied to religion. No, he sees it as spiritual. No. Here's his quote. I ended up at this yoga fest and I saw all these hot girls and I was like, I can't take this anymore. So many hot girls. So many hot girls. I saw the porta potties and I said, I bet I could fit in this. <laughs> I'm not wow. one of those rapist guys. I, I don't want to so rape see how anybody. It's like passive, it's not like yeah, overt yeah, yeah. violent. Well, probably because this person's introverted, awkward, and has oh no God, social this skills. Oh my pinky line up to his joint on his ring finger. Oh my gosh. Is he oh a type gosh. A? 
I would like to say that my right hand is a type A and my left hand is a type C. What does that mean about me? That means that your right brain I'm gonna hold and my your left like brain are oh, 100% that. battle. I agree with that. Sure. Crisco's quote continues, it was inappropriate and it was an unfortunate thing I went down there. It was the opposite of what I want to do with my life, which is make <laughs> women funny. feel like goddesses. Oh, In retrospect, like wow. it was a very irresponsible thing to do. Full of himself and I don't appreciate it. You don't so, make any woman feel like a goddess. Very very few men in the world ever do. Well, I mean, there's a touch of delusion here. <laughs> delusion of grandeur. <laughs> you know, that he's like doing some kind of service. Instead of invading women's rights deeply. Yeah, which I mean, is... when you're in the bathroom, that's like private time. That's yeah, my time. That's my time to... Do whatever. Do whatever I want. Maybe I want to fart. I'm gonna fart. Maybe I'm gonna do that. Maybe. Maybe I'm gonna blow my nose really loud. Maybe I'm gonna have a really long pee that I didn't expect. Yeah. I mean, that's my time. Yeah. Get out of my time. Get out of my time. Luke Crisco. That's all I have. Did you see that I drank this whole can and randomly I petted the wall behind us? No, I missed. Did that. you miss the wall pet? It's your turn. It, it looked textured and I had to touch it. Paul painted this. Isn't it lovely? It's, it's lovely. I like it. Well done, Paul. All right. You don't get to see yourself anymore. Here we go. Also, we have a new microphone tonight, so I hope it we do. sounds it's the big, good. It's the big blue dick on top. It does have a phallic shape. It is the, I think it's called the big blue, though. It is. That's why I called it that. <laughs> it's a big blue Yeti. It's a Yeti microphone. Yeah. I love it. I'm glad that you love it. Don't look at my computer. Get away. I can't see okay what do you have i'm really excited are you excited yes i'm freaking excited for my topic i know i messaged you and i was like you told me you were excited and i go me too okay oh my gosh go no more billy whack monster for me not yet again (laughs) we're only a hundred and this is 136 yeah or seven. Wow. I don't know. I've oh my gosh, it. we're gonna get 200 fairly soon. I have an idea I for mean, our, fairly soon. our 140 that I'll talk to you about later. I mean 140, it should be 150. No, I was thinking something fun for our 140. I'll okay. talk to you later. All right, talk to me later. Are you ready? Don't look at my I'm not looking don't I look can't at it. See it. I can't see anything. I'll I'm take gonna, my glasses off. I'm gonna put the blue dick <laughs> blocking my screen. Look, I took my glasses Great. off. I can't see a thing. I'm glad. Are you ready? Yes. I'm going to talk about something mystical and fantastical. This is my favorite thing. And amazing. Can you guess? Can you guess? Not from that. Guess. Well, okay. First of all, I feel like I need another. Do you not have any others? I have like wine in a bottle. A bottle? One in a bottle? Wine in a bottle. Oh, wine in a bottle. I'll hook you up. All right, so we're going to talk about something really cool when she gets back. She'll be back quickly because her kitchen doesn't exist right now. There's not much she can do in there, honestly. Why are you running in the bathroom with a bottle of wine? I'm trying to... That's my sink. 
That's your sink. I forgot. See, she doesn't have a kitchen. They're re- they're rebuilding it for her. They got floors in now, so I felt less dangerous. Like I was gonna fall through to her basement. It's a cool house. We're going through cool. a kitchen remodel right now. And oh, it's a it's a good twist top. And I have no sink. I have and a so I have a lot of faith in a twist top. This I'll is special that I'm giving you a a actual jam glass jar because you mean a jam jar, a mini jam jar. Can you? Are you going to actually what? say that you gave me a glass? Well, when that you qualifies a glass right now with my kitchen remodel like chaos life. This is like a three-ounce jam jar. Well, I brought the bottle <laughs> and can refill. I this will is, refill. I got this at Costco. It was only $5. Red Blend Portugal. I think it's really good. It has a, yeah, it has a good flavor. Yeah. Some spice. And it's a screw-off top, so. So great. I save time. Okay. Thank There's you. Save time and money. I feel like I'm ready now. Are you ready? Yes. We're going to talk about dragons. I love dragons. Me too. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. The theme song to Never Ending Story is going through Never my head story. so hard right now. Okay. So here we go. First, we're going to talk about some history of dragons. And then we're going to talk about what you, you know, the types of dragons. This is how we relate types. Um, if you can find other connections, by all means. You look I'm for them. searching. Okay. Porta potty peepers and dragons. I will find the connection. So I was thinking about this and like dragons are like the one of the most commonly used, still currently in modern, like um, how to train a dragon is used in like cartoons. Rhea's dragon. Yeah, like yes, Rhea's dragon. Like it's still a commonly used mythical creature. And I was trying to think of like other ones and I could think of like a fairy maybe that gets used. Do you, have you, can you think of anything else? Elves. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elves. Absolutely. Unicorns. Unicorns. Yes. <laughs> and dragons. Should I keep going? No. I have a dragon hanging in my window. Oh, a real one? Well, not a real dragon. Let <laughs> 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 all right are you ready to learn about dragons because i really enjoyed learning bring about it dragons. on i okay. love dragons so it is one of the most popular and most enduring world mythological creatures that had actually been believed to have been real for centuries so that's like a big a big difference with a lot of this is that it was actually believed to be real are you gonna do cross-cultural stuff i'm gonna talk about all the things like yeah. European dragons look very different from Asian dragons. I'm so excited you brought that up because we'll talk about that. Okay. Okay. And actually, you mentioned that, and I realized I didn't pull up that once that <laughs> I have it right here in my emails. I email things to myself, so then I can pull them up later. Perfect. Handy dandy. Okay, so not my utility bill. Thanks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you want to see my window dragon? Yes, bring it over. Well, I'm so excited. Let's see. I think you'll be surprised by how many dragons there are. Oh, I don't know what that is. Okay. This is yellow jade. Ooh, it's a yellow jade dragon. It protects. It hangs in the window and protects. That's very pretty. Do you know what kind of dragon it is? It's a luck dragon. You might be able to understand more about what kind of dragon it is by the end of this. Okay. Dragon tales are known in many cultures from the Americas to Europe, India, China, 
and they have a long, rich history in many different forms and continue to be popular in a lot of books, movies. They just continue. Um, often being portrayed as like the beast that gets slain. That's kind of the common theme. I hate that. Right. It's not clear when or where the dragons first emerged, but the huge flying serpents were described at least as early as the age of the ancient Greeks. Would you be super happy if I went down to my basement and brought up one of my homemade wooden puzzles that is of a dragon? I have to tell you that anytime you go to your basement and bring up random (laughs) shit, it is my favorite, but you go get it. Can you talk while I'm gone? I'm sure I can. Okay. I'll give some background. Because remember, I used to have a puzzle company. Don't fall through the floor of your sketchy kitchen. Okay, so I'll just give a little background here. So there um, is actually a book (laughs) written by Scott Bruce called The Introduction to the Penguin Book of Dragons. In the ancient world, they took the form of enormous serpents Uh, which were ready to crush with their coils and kill with venomous breath. For much of the history of dragons, uh, they were actually thought as being like any other mythical animal, sometimes useful for protective um, purposes and other times for harmful and, uh, or were harmful and possibly dangerous. Okay. Yes. Enter. Enter. Here's my wooden puzzle dragon. Whoa, you have to post that on the books of faces. Whoa. Do you love it? I told you I've been into puzzles lately and I've been doing puzzling. This makes my day. This is how Naomi draws the dragon. dragon. Yes, heavily influenced by Puff the Magic Dragon. I can tell instantly. Well, Pete's Dragon was one of my favorite Mm -hmm. movies growing Mm -hmm. up. I was obsessed great movie my aunt actually was the first time i saw that was when she showed that to me that's a very cool puzzle thanks we like i like had a legitimate wooden puzzle business when i was 18 it's so random it it really is i forget it sometimes i forget it too it's It's like it's so fucking random yeah absolutely. but there's proof i, I like actually it. made wooden puzzles it's great okay so i was just saying that sometimes they're used for protective or sometimes dangerous like it could vary so okay christian so things changed with the dragon persona when christianity began to spread and honestly all of this information about dragons was new to me i will be honest I appreciate your honesty. Dragons took on a decidedly sinister interpretation and began to be represented as Satan in Christianity. In medieval times, most people who heard anything about dragons knew them from the Bible. And it's likely that most Christians at the time believed in the literal existence of dragons. Yeah, why not? Right? After all, Leviathan, the master monster described in detail in the book of Job, chapter 41, sounds like a dragon. So I'm going to read this to you. Okay. Its back has rows of shields tightly sealed together. Each is so close to the next that no air can pass in between. They are joined fast to one another. They cling together and cannot be parted. Its snorting throws out flashes of light. Its eyes are like rays of dawn. Flames stream from its mouth, sparks of fire shoot out, 
Smoke pours from its nostrils as from a boiling pot over burning reeds. Its breath sets coals ablaze and flame starts from its mouth. I love that. Sounds like dragon scales. Right? So the belief in dragons was based not only in legend, but also in hard evidence. At least that's what people thought a long time ago. So for millennia, whoa, millennia, (laughs) no one knew what to make of the giant bones they were finding around the world. And people didn't know about dinosaurs back then. So a lot of assumptions came that these were dragons. And maybe some are. And maybe they are. I like you holding hope. I appreciate that. You know I'm an optimist. You are. Is that the right? You should be a short pinky. Did they say optimist? Yeah. I was like, that's not me. I'm a pessimist if anybody knew. No, I'm like looking looking at at our hands. Look at your hands. Okay. Mine are still the same. Okay. Picture a dragon in your mind. Describe to me what you see. Well, I'm looking. It's hard to separate out what I'm looking at. (laughs) I forgot. I mean, I really was obsessed with like Puff the Magic Dragon and Pete's Dragon. So kind of that. The Magic Dragon lives by the sea. And frolicked in the Ottomans in the land of Ponotry. I know. I sing that to Snow all the time. I know all the words. That's so great. And until I found out that was probably about drugs. Well, it's actually a very sad song. It is a very sad song. Isn't it about heroin? No, it's sad. It's about like. um, I think it's about drugs. That kids grow up and that's sad. the magic dragon. I don't think it is. I think it's about chasing the dragon. I don't. Because okay. Peter, Paul, and Mary, they're like folk song singers. Mm, they were obviously on the drugs. I I find... I've had every a lot time of wine. I, I'll just assume... Every time it. I sing that song, mm-hmm. I have heartache. Mm-hmm. It is a sad... I have to say the tone is very, like, um, sad. <laughs> well, the part about dragons live forever, but not so what little boys. What is the boys. word I'm thinking of? Um, melancholic. It's yeah, it's a your kids grow up and they lose that childhood see. fantasy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's the part that's sad. In to a me. land called Hanali. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. I like the movie a lot. That was Dragons cool. live forever, but not so little boys. Aww, oh, like you're growing up. Yeah, that's why mm-hmm. it's sad. It's like a Peter Pan story almost. Well, it's sad because it's true. Like your your kids lose interest in all that young imaginative stuff. I still have my stuffed animals from my kid. Well, my 25 year old still plays with Legos. So there's that. So maybe Puff the magic (laughs) dragon lives in us all. Okay. Well, so I have have two images. Okay. okay, Tell me, tell me. I have like the classic Chinese dragon, Mm -hmm. you know? Yes. 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 And the, which is like more wormy and long. Long, And then then I have like, like this, like that kind of cartoony Disney sort of big old tummy dragon (laughs) that's more rounder and, you know, has the big wings. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are kind of my, my two dragon images. Yeah. Um, some dragons have wings, others don't. Uh, some dragons can speak or breathe fire. Others can't. Some are only a few feet long while others span miles. And some dragons live like under the ocean while others live in caves and mountains. If we go to like the Hobbit. Yeah. There's an, a representation of a, a money hoarder. Smog. Smog. Yes. Um, so 
as folklorist Carol Rose's books called Giants, Monsters, and Dragons, an Encyclopedia of Folklore, Legend, and Myth says dragons have composite features from any other or from many other beasts. So, okay, so this is what I found interesting is over time, other elements of animals formed into dragons. So in India, they would often have the head of an elephant. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That of a lion or bird of prey in the Middle East. Interesting. Or numerous heads of reptiles, such as serpents, and their body color could change from green, red, and black to unusually like yellow, blue, or white dragons. So a wide array. Zoologist Carl Schucher described a wide variety of dragons in his book called Dragons and Natural History including giant snakes, hydras, gargoyles, and dragon gods, and more obscure variants like basilics, mm. weirvins, don't know what those are, and <laughs> cockatrices. At its root... Sound like a lot of cool cryptids. <laughs> at its root, it's like a chameleon. It's features adapting across literature and time. Dragons really have captured the imagination. A lot of fantasy books um, and movies had endless amounts. Game of Thrones, like they're used all the time. Uh, Advanced, so the role playing game Advanced Dungeons and Dragons has more than a dozen variety of dragons, each with unique personalities, power, and other characters. I've never played D and D. I've never had either, but I feel like if I got into it. I could have been sucked into that one. No, you absolutely wouldn't because you were a play inside kid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I thought they were like just to the nerdy side of us, us quotes, us, my friends over here, and they were on the other side of the wall playing DD. I never played the DD. I got I, invited, but I was close. <laughs> like sixth grade, like. And now I like puzzles. So. Yeah, <laughs> like that late 70s, early 80s. I got invited. I probably sat down at a table during some kind oh, yeah, of yeah, yeah. In, D&D incident. And I can't remember. It wasn't like I had no mm-hmm. compassion for it. There is a show, and I cannot in this current state bring it to my mind, that does like D&D reenact. Like the, it's an animation show. Gosh, ah, this is going to kill me. Um, Where they do like create an animation around what's happening in the D&D and I really enjoyed that my older son super into it has tons of like books and all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. I wish he was here we could get his input on yeah, D&D, yeah. D&D. Um, he's gonna be on the podcast though when I'm in Portland because he'll okay. actually have a Thursday off that's great do you know where the word dragon comes from I don't no. know. I didn't know either. Ancient Greek word called uh, Draconta. Yeah, that's why Draco Malfoy. Right, right, right. Which means to watch. Which I mm, thought was interesting. Watchful. Because like they're often used as like the sinister thing to battle and kill, but like the meaning is to watch. But sometimes they're sometimes fun. Interesting. Sometimes dragons are fun. <laughs> so really, this came to like they guard treasure or they guard something maybe not even physical treasure but like this concept of wisdom or knowledge that they guard um there's uh it so it doesn't really make sense that they only care about money like in smog uh because like what do they use with that really 
I know. They Are they shopping all the time on they Amazon? Don't buy anything, to be real. It's more of a symbolic measure, not for the hoarding dragon, but instead of like a reward for the brave warriors, such as the Knights of Camelot, who would mm. vanquish the evil beast. So it's like the bigger the bounty that the dragon was hoarding, the bigger the reward, the bigger the feat this was. It had less to do with like the dragon somehow had monetary gain and keeping the It was money. more like about power and control. Yeah, yes. I feel like dra- dragons have a bad reputation in some cultures. Some, yeah. yeah. Dragons are one of the few quote-unquote monsters that ca- are casted in mythology as a powerful and fearsome opponent to be slain. They don't simply exist for their own sake. Often they are for the sake of others, for whatever that reason may be. So largely as a foil for bold adventurers. Other mystical beasts like trolls, elves, and fairies. We mentioned some of those. We forgot yeah, trolls. We forgot trolls. But that Damn is it. true, right? But honestly, not as often, to be fair. Um, those interact with people, sometimes mischievously, sometimes in a helpful way. But their main role is not as a combatant, typically. Okay. Other than if you're a goat and you're Billy Goat Gruff crossing over the bridge and there's a troll under the bridge. That's a combatant. <laughs> i hope you're enjoying this as much as me all right i love it the christian church created legends of righteous and godly saints battling and vanquishing satan in forms of dragons the most celebrated of these was saint george the dragon slayer who in legend uh comes upon a town threatened by a terrible dragon um and he rescues a fair maiden because we always need to be rescued, and protects himself with the sign of the cross and slays the beast. Town mm-hmm. citizens are so impressed that they all convert to Christianity. No side agenda there at all. Okay. Vanquishing a dragon was not only an important career opportunity for any ambitious saint or knight or hobbit, but according to legend, it was also a way to long live Frodo. So this is interesting. It was a way to raise armies. And then I, I thought that and I thought like, oh, maybe like, oh, there's a dragon. We're going to raise an army. Wrong. Here we go. So I want this book and I'm going to order it. It's called Encyclopedia of Things That Never Were in 1987. Ooh. Right? Isn't that interesting? Encyclopedia of Things That Never Were. They said the use of dragon's teeth provides a simple method of expanding the armed forces of a country. Mm. It was first practiced by Cadmus, king of Thebes. First, prepare a piece of ground as though you were sowing grain. Next, catch and kill any convenient dragon and draw all its teeth. Sow these in the furrows of the prepared land, cover lightly and stand well away. Sounds easy now, right? Okay. Next, veteran warriors clad in bronze armor and armed with swords and shield would emerge from the earth and stand in ranks according to the way which the dragon's teeth were sewn. Apparently, these draconis dentata soldiers. Say those soldiers' names again. I thought I did so good the first time. You're going to ruin me by making me say it. Draconis. What was the second one? Draconis dentata. 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 Like teeth. Mm -hmm, Okay, mm -hmm. got it. 
are a quarrelsome lot and they'll turn on each other um, if they don't have an enemy in front of them, because that's that like they need an adversary. And if they don't, they'll turn on each other. Mm, Got it. So like, I thought that was really interesting. Scholars believe that the first, or sorry, fire breathing elements of dragons actually came from medieval depictions of the mouth of hell. So like the Hmm. almost like a flasher, but different. Similar sound, different impact. Versus. Okay. Yeah. Longer versus shorter. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's been depicted in a lot of art as well. Um, they often have literal mouths with flames and smoke coming out and it's the characteristic is supposed to be Hades coming uh, out of their mouth. Got it. Um, to, to show a literal existence of hell. Interesting, right? Okay. So our dragons reels the next question. Yes. <laughs> Medieval theology aside, few people believe in the literal existence of dragons today. Like, you know, like, uh, like Bigfoot might be like, some people are like, oh, Bigfoot might exist where there's like some diehard Bigfoot fans. There's not, I'm 80% Bigfoot. Yeah. There's like, not that essence about dragons. Most people are like, by this time they're so big or whatever. We would have seen a dragon by now. I'm a hundred percent ETs though. I hate you. I, those are my true. I mean, no, not like and that. I am animals. Just extraterrestrial you brought it up that's my trigger i'm not talking about like i don't care i'm gonna now have nightmares because i pictured it instantly in my head why do you gotta picture the The scrabbling the little the red vision the scrabbling the red vision of my dream and the of it running behind me what does scrabbling mean that's that why do you keep repeating that because i want you to have that word to associate with your nightmare i don't like it it's gonna (laughs) It's called scrabbling. I repeat nightmares my whole entire life. And that is <laughs> that. And then being little in a world where where dinosaurs come out and I'm little, like trying to escape out of cabinets. Ooh, from dragons. Or not dragons, from that dinosaurs. Cool. I want a dinosaur dream. It's really stressful because awesome. you're so small. <laughs> no, I love that. I want to dream that tonight. I'm going to wish it into existence. My third. So I only have three repeat dreams. It's the ET dream. It's the me small and and dinosaur dream. And then the third one is like, there's a wolf outside of my dad's house where he lives now. And I'm trying to keep the door shut because there's this wolf like lurking. And all of a sudden, either a person I care about or a small animal trying to get in like whimpering and crying or the person's like let me in let me in and i'm so scared that the wolf would get in that i don't let them in and then i watch them get attacked and eaten and dragged off in the woods one by one yes those are my three repeat horrifying nightmare dreams last night i dreamed about wearing a whole bunch of emeralds to work you're worried about it? No, I dreamed about that. Oh, that sounds fancy. And I was planning for it. Emerald is my birthstone. It's so my birthstone, well. too, because oh, yeah, our right. birthdays are a day one apart. One day apart. You can have it, too, I guess. Yeah. For one you. day. Okay. Where was I? Um... <laughs> been... Well, I'm are like, okay? why did you forget that my birthday is day next to yours? I'm not thinking anymore. Here, you said you'd refill that for me. Um, it. <laughs> it is actually rather good. Okay, five dollars so, at Costco, everybody. Okay, so 
only a few centuries ago, there were rumors of dragons being seen and confirmed by eyewitness accounts from sailors returning from Indonesia who reported encountering dragons, Komodo dragons, Ooh. which can be aggressive, deadly, and reach up to three meters in length. So this was seen as an actual real dragon at the time. They're big and they're... Yeah, I think they can be vicious. They no, they're very aggressive, very territorial. Do you remember that aggressive. horrible Matthew Broderick movie where it was like <laughs> some? 80s... I don't know who that is, but you don't know Mount Ferris Bueller. Don't. Oh, okay. I'm bad at names and faces. Okay. And Ferris Bueller was I mean, in this context. horrible movie that had like um, the Godfather guy, and it was all about like this underground operation to like. Eat Komodo dragons, basically. I've never heard of this before, but I'm I I saw it, and it was terrible. Will you send it to me? Okay. All right. <laughs> In a possible parallel to dragons, it's previously believed that... I have the, to look up the name of it. The bite of a Komodo dragon was toxic because of bacteria in its mouth. Have you ever heard that? I had. Guess what? Yeah. It's wrong. So in 2013, a team of researchers actually did research on it, believe it or not, and found out that their mouths are no dirtier than any other carnivores. Um, And Western scientists only verified the existence of Komodo dragons around 1910 following the investigation of Lieutenant Jacques Carel Henry Van Stein Van Hensbroek and Peter Owens. I did pretty dang good there. It's called The Freshman. That sounds stupid. Okay. 1990 and the other person i couldn't think of their name marlon brando marlon brando okay i'm sorry i couldn't think of your name so it's interesting because i had heard this rumor that komodo dragons had bacteria that like was like could kill you because it would just like eat like there were such so that's not true it's not true and then i'm like where did that even come from then but it's probably this big I like concept that they're very, very dangerous. And I'm wondering if this dragon concept, because they did, they got saw as dragons way back. In the they're day. big though. They're scary. I mean, if I had one coming at me, I would be scared. Yes. I had um I knew someone way back in the day who had a Komodo dragon as a pet. And is that legal? Is it a Komodo dragon, was it? No, 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 no. You're probably thinking of a bearded dragon. No, it was an iguana. Oh, my fucking God. Was it an iguana? Iguana is legal and not okay. well, nearly the size like of a Komodo hand. dragon. All right, I'm done. All right. Komodo <laughs> dragon is, like, big like an alligator. You're they're right. big. You're right. I mean, it was big. I remember it being big. No, iguanas are big, but they're not that big. Okay. All right. And they're easily domesticated. Okay. Fair. Fair. Okay. <laughs> I said fair. So you are right. There are a lot of different types of dragons and I have to collapse all these because I read them all. So let's go through the types. I'm excited. Okay. The thing is, is like, there's a shit ton of dragons. Let me prop you. So I can't go through all the dragons, but I'll pick a few favorites. Pick a few and I'm going to wear regions of dragons oh. and pick my favorites. Are I was going to wear my... No, it's not big enough for my giant head. Adjust it. Adjust the strap. I was going to wear my yellow jade dragon window hang as a a pendant. How do you not know how to adjust a necklace? Well, I didn't realize it was a necklace. I thought it was a window hang. 
No, it's a necklace. Oh my god, you did it. I know I did it. I'm totally gonna wear well, it. Well, over your headphones is a bit large. <laughs> Can you take your headphones off? No, take your headphones off or you'll be strangled at the end of this. Put this on. As per usual. Thank you. There we go. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay, so Asian dragons. Do you have to stick your tongue out like that at that moment? That's yeah, because I'm a Komodo dragon. That's very odd. All right. Okay, so there are are you trying to take a picture with your with your necklace on? Yes. Wait, let me show my pinky link. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking a selfie right now. I'm sorry. I know it's annoying, but. Is it done? Okay. I don't know why it was on 10 second timer. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to hear about Asian dragons or not? That's great. No one will understand what that. It looks like I'm measuring your boobs. I know. It's a really <laughs> weird photo. I don't care. Listen to our podcast if you want to have any context for anything ever. And even that won't make sense. But that's okay. Life doesn't have to make sense. Life doesn't make I sense. feel a little annoyed when people make comments. And, mm-hmm. and you can tell they haven't listened to our podcast. I know we have. This is This is something that needs to come out. Go ahead. Right, because we've done the <laughs> podcast, we've shared all this information. We're like 136 episodes And then we'll in post now. something about the podcast and someone will post something like they are pointing out something new and it's like, well... Well, it's either like a newer, like, well, did you think about this? And it's Yeah, like, it's like, well, well, yeah, we talked about that in the podcast. Did you listen to the podcast? Like, I understand it's easier to read quick snippets. That is the world we live in i i think it's a systems problem however it's quite obnoxious as podcasters <laughs> it's a bit annoying because we, we actually have... put effort i mean at least i usually put effort into okay. researching okay <laughs> can i just say my learning style is different than you and i procrastinate <laughs> but i there's a reason i have a phd i have learned how to use my procrastination well am i not teaching you about dragons right now am i not teaching yeah, you i just like to I'm sorry, uh, I yelled. I'm sorry. I like to Why, do, what are you do mine up on right Sunday. It's stressing me out that you're on your phone. What are you doing? I'm just going to post our picture. That's too soon. I was. Fine, I, do it. I like to spend my time on. <laughs> Fine. We don't care what you the spend off your time, time on. Just post it and I'll tell you about some Asian dragons. Okay. Doing the podcast. and I'm going to pick the ones that had the, the most information about them. <laughs> so there's Chinese dragons. This was a creature in Chinese mythology and is sometimes called the Oriental or Eastern dragon. People don't use Oriental anymore. That's what the dragon is called. Um, Depicted as long snake-like creature with four legs. It has long been a potent symbol of auspicious power in Chinese folklore. And that's what your necklace is. Yeah, it's a luck dragon. This type of dragon, however, is sometimes depicted as a creature constructed of many animal parts. And it might have the fins of fish or the horns of a stag. So it can actually contain different animals. The Azure Dragon, a dragon that represents the East and the spring season in Chinese mythology and one of the four symbols of of the Chinese constellation. There's the Dragon King, a water and weather god in Chinese mythology. Gong Gong, a destructive water god. There's the Yellow Dragon, which is of the center in Chinese mythology. So I don't know. That one's pretty popular. (laughs) <laughs> the Fukung Long of the volcanic volcanic element and god crafting. 
Tai and Long, a celestial, and I'm saying all these wrong, but I'm doing my best. A celestial dragon in Chinese mythology. Uh, Zhai Long, defined as a scaled dragon, is a dragon in, as well. Uh, Pan Long, coiled dragon, is an aquatic dragon. And the Shenlong is a god dragon or a divine dragon, a spiritual dragon who's the master of storms and the bringer of rain. He is of equal significance to other creatures such as Tailong, the celestial dragon. There's the earth dragon, Dailong, one of the many types of long dragons such as Shenlong and Honglong, the yellow dragon. And Kuailong, the Chinese dragon, was contradictorily defined as a horn dragon and also the hornless dragon. So I don't know. Yinlong is the responsive dragon. It's a winged dragon and a rain deity in Chinese mythology. And then Tang is a flying dragon or a dragon snake. So that is only the Chinese dragons. I literally have Arabian dragons, Armenian dragons, Babylonian dragons, Indian dragons, Indonesian dragons, Japanese dragons, Korean dragon. There are dragons in literally every region of the world for what types of dragons they have, which I thought was really interesting because there's European dragons. So here, I'm going to give an example of a European dragon. Do you have any questions about the, the other dragons? No, I just really love Never Ending Story. That was one of my favorite it movies. It continues to be one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Atreyu! Atreyu! I, the, when the horse dies, is my like I cry every time. Yeah. It's like Lion King when Mufasa dies in the stampede. Every time. Horrible. So Wormhill Dragon, 700 AD, the Anglo-Saxons settled and called it Ruinel. This translates as ruin, which means a worm, reptile, or dragon, and eel means hill. According to local folklore, the hill at Notlow in Derbyshire was the lair of a dragon, and the terraces around it were made by the coils of its tail. Notlow is an ancient volcanic event that, and so that may explain some of the myth with the heat expelling. There are also North American dragons. Um, there is the European American dragon uh, Snaglagaster, which is a tentacle dragon of the Appalachian Maryland, often said to be cycloptic and a hunter of black slaves. Gee, I wonder where that came from. That's horrible. There, I mean, you can see how these build. The Piasa bird is a Native American dragon of the Illini people. Piasa bird is a Native American dragon depicted in one of two murals painted by Native Americans on the bluffs or cliffside of the Mississippi River. So there's a lot. Of, depends on. I was wondering about where that. It came from. If there were dragons in Native American culture. Yes, and there were. And I'd love to see pictures of that. That's honestly what I found is like there were dragons depicted everywhere. I mean, South America, African dragons. Um, Which says to me that they were real at one time. Mm-hmm. If it's across cultures that had no contact at that time. And that's typically what, what they kind of do is like what has common commonalities and the oceanic dragons I thought were really interesting. So in Hawaii, 
that Kiowan Hin is described as a woman, a giant black lizard, or a dragon with red or auburn hair. She may be missing an eye, lost in battle with Humai, and Kiowan, totally saying all these wrong, I'm sorry, I'm trying my best, is the oldest Amakwai or spiritual helper in Polynesia. So you can see like some of these are wants to be vanquished. Some of these are heroes or protectors. And especially, it seems like the farther back I went, the more they were protectors. And then once Christianity kind of set in, that was more of the using them, like uh, the association with uh, Satan. Of course. <laughs> yes. So Villainize. Everything cool. Yes. So there are some dragons that like there aren't origins for. So there's like the sea serpent, oh. which has been reported worldwide. And they don't really know where that originated from or any kind of backstory to that. But that has been reported worldwide. Sea yeah. serpents. Hi, the Kraken. The Kraken. Well, that isn't that like a octopus thing? I don't know. It's in the sea. It isn't. It is definitely in the sea. So now I'm going to talk about, <laughs> I know that I feel like I'm going to a lot of things, but I feel like all these things are important. So important dragon types that every nerd should know. Are you ready? I'm born ready. Okay. So let's just say that dragons existed. Evidence is there. <laughs> Actually, one of the museums has what was originally thought was a dragon skull for a really long time, but it was a like, um, oh gosh, what was it? It was like a, not a dragon, but they kept it and labeled it as a dragon for a really long time. I knew what that was prior to right now. Okay. Dinosaur books will reveal a less than surprising similarity to a lot of the reports. We know that, but that's not as interesting. So let's talk about Dragons in Chinese mythology are honestly the biggest representations of dragons in like a spiritual, positive, protective manner, as um, as well as Scottish folklore, which I didn't know mm. that side. Um, they're also shared on the scarier side, um, often more in um, modern times like Harry Potter and Skyrim, which I love. It's a video game. <laughs> and even in Creatures of Pokemon. Okay, are you ready to get yes. current culture? Harry Potter dragons. Let's hear it. Okay. Dead little babies. Yeah. So the existence of dragons. Hagrid had the little yeah, cute, they, cute cute. They actually varied by species, and a reference to the dragon described by its looks alone would have been enough, but they actually built like they put a lot of thought into these dragon species. So from New Zealand's Antipodian Apollai, the least deadly if you're human, to the Ukrainian iron belly, that's the type, there are roughly 10 species of dragons. What's the most? Shout out to the Ukraine. Yes, yes. Do you know what the most terrifying is as a reference to Harry Potter here? No. And this isn't, I would just like to say, um, Tis tisk to the author. I won't even name her name as. We, she who will not she, be named. Who will not be named, but I like the dragon. The Hungarian horntail. Oh, I remember that. Right. So they had 
these ones that were actually described in detail, there's the Antipodian Opali, which was New Zealand, Commonwealth Green, which was Wales, Hebridean Black, Scotland, the Hungarian Horntail, Hungary, uh, the Lion Dragon, a.k.a. Chinese Fireball from China, uh, the Norwegian Ridgeback, Norway, the Peruvian Vipertooth, Peru, the Romanian Longhorn from Romania, the Swedish Short Snout, Sweden, and the Ukrainian Iron Valley from Ukraine. Okay. Pokemon dragons. So I don't know anything about Pokemon. I Pokemon. <laughs> I Pokemon in games, not in cards. I'll, I just don't have the patience. Of course, there's 73 varieties, not all dragon type, but here's the ones that are specific ranking, like the top ranking dragon type. So there's Charizard, Executor, there's a dragon type, Dratini, Dragonar, and Dragonite. I've heard of the first one. I know all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's not my my jam. That's fine. Some people's might I do have a son named Ash. That's that's true, which is a Pokemon thing. Pokemon character. Mm-hmm. Skyrim Dragon. So I am an avid Skyrim player. It is addictive, and there might be a new one coming out. FYI. Actually, there is. My older son and it's, has mentioned that term. Sky, Skyrim. <laughs> I have probably played through it at least three times, and it is my favorite. So there are 16 named dragons. The most powerful are the Serpentine Dragon, the Revere Dragon, Vulthorol, Nasolarum, and Vassalarum. You fight them at the same time, so they count together, and then there's the legendary dragon. Okay, Dark Souls. I am a PC gamer, and I want to just, like, disclose this publicly. I play a lot of PC games. I am a PC gamer nerd. Dark Souls is the most frustrating game I've ever played, but one of the most addictive. You die a lot. You don't get any of your progress saved, and there are dragons. So (laughs) they have the gaping dragon. It's the most fearsome dragon in the game, and it's widely referred to by she, her pronouns, and she looks something out of Georgia O'Keeffe's Nightmares, if you catch that drift. I don't know if you do. It takes a big vagina flower. Mm-hmm. It takes a special soul to fight off this gal and walk away unscathed. Um, it's a good backstory. Dark Souls does a great job of integrating dragons into their games, if you're interested. Okay, so Chinese dragons, whatever you pictured for Chinese dragon is most likely right. Well, yeah, I mean, I was <laughs> that raised is the in most that common. culture. <laughs> that is the most commonly, like, um, if you think of, like, a Chinese New Year parade. Um, I went to one in San Francisco, and that was actually super cool. That was my one and only experience with the Chinese New Year parade, and it was amazing. I really yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, I used to always get to go when I lived down there. However, being in San Francisco meant there was a lot of startup, like, companies involved in that, and I didn't like that part. But the rest of it was cool. Um. Druk. Druk is from Tibetan and Himalayan mythology. And it's believed that the Druk were serpentine-like dragons that lived in remote parts of Mount Everest. Right? So Washington. Some believe that Druk are protectors of the Shangri-La. And others say that they bring sun and storms to the people of Tibet. Wait, is Mount Everest? Wait. I don't think we're talking about... The same Mount Everest? 
Mount Everest is not in Washington State, Macy. What am I thinking of? Mount Rainier. Yeah, it's Mount Rainier. And then Mount I reached Everest out for your chair and it not, wasn't there. It was not not in our state. Fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> we have okay. Mount Everest. What's the not that exploded? It wasn't Mount St. Helens. Mount Every time. We have Rainier. We have Mount Hood. That means at times. I know Mount Hood because I've snowboarded there. So Reijujin, this is a Japanese sea god. And in some tales of this, he had the ability to transform into a human. Interesting. Cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The wyvern is a pretty standard looking winged English dragon. Though it originally was a different creature entirely, it's now interchangeably in reference to dragons from that area. It only has two legs and is rarely shown breathing fire. Hmm. Reminds me of Trogdor, which is a different reference. If you know it, you're cool. If you don't, it's okay. Because I'm not cool. It's okay. Um, there's a lot of things I play here. outside. There's like so many dragons. I can't even go over them all. Um, okay. Do you want to hear some quotes about dragons? Sure. And I'll end on that. Noble dragons don't have friends. The closest thing they can get is an enemy who is still alive. Ooh, sounds like a type A pinky person. Right. Come not between the dragon and his wrath. That was where King Lear. Yeah, I was going to say. Where, Shakespeare. What was mm-hmm. the first quote from? That was from Guards, Guards, Terry Pratchett, mm-hmm. which I'm not familiar with. If the skies were able to dream, they would dream of dragons. That's Lona Andrews' Faith's Edge. I have no idea that Me what neither, that but reference is. Sound nice. Yeah. And the last one is an adventure isn't worth telling if there aren't any dragons in it. And that was Sarah Brand Brithnatch from Simple Abundance. That's true. Right. I mean, obviously, we can just go by. Um, never ending story. Obviously, you need a dragon. I I knew someone who wanted that tattooed on them once, like the whole dragon. Yeah. Dragon dog. My um ex-husband, his entire back is a giant dragon tattoo. And is it? He got that done like in the day when that was so shocking to have a big back piece a big bag baggin a big back dragon tattoo a big back piece in itself was like so shocking back then i just i like i hadn't really thought about how much dragons are still in like so much pop culture stuff and how far back they went it's really interesting because i i don't think they like sasquatch but it's definitely more of a um like what about the dragon is so symbolic to us that we keep bringing it back because they're fucking cool Mm -hmm. i mean as far as the deeply disturbing part i think it may have to do more with the marring of the dragon persona during the commercial no i'd say during the christianity phase of making it satan in my opinion but just there's yeah. so much history there of it being a protector of various kinds of um, having spiritual connections yeah with the world in different ways and i really appreciated that and like seeing it across different cultures i had never really known any of that at all and being able to 
see what that meant to people. Yeah, I would like to know more. I mean, I really just know like the European dragon image mm-hmm. and like the Chinese dragon image. I don't really know any others. Well, and that's I, I, I would like to know more though. That was the hard part was that there were so many, and that's what surprised me. Is I I was expecting to do this research and find the you know the Chinese version and then the Japanese version and the uh, you know Americanized version. And then maybe some dabblings in between. But it's every region has their own 20 different types of dragons, which makes it very interesting to me. Super fascinating. All right. Until oh next time. I feel like we haven't done this for so long. When we did it last week. We do it every week, really. Always look down before you poop. <laughs> and until next time. Puff the magic dragon, live by the sea, and frolic in the autumn mist in the land called Connolly. I know all the words, but that's great. I don't know anymore. I can tell you don't know any of them.